All right, welcome back, everybody. We're finally making up the uh, the episode that we recorded uh, last week that was uh, bad. And now we have an episode that's also bad, but uh, it'll be different. So I'm joined by uh, Scott and Sean once again. I don't know if we could have a guest on this uh, on this show. I don't think we could fit somebody in, in here, in this living room. In your living room? Yeah. Is that something you tell yourself? Yeah. This place is great, man. You could fit someone in here. Yeah? No doubt, yeah. yeah. Like a small, like a small person. You could have a little Super Bowl party here. Hmm. You always just have kid guests. Yeah. Except to be a certain height. <laughs> just like no parents allowed. Super yeah. <laughs> my my Christine's no parents allowed Super Bowl party. Uh. What anyway, man? stop creeping, bruh. Um. Hey, what were we saying about there? I remember peeking into my father podcasting, and I knew. <laughs> All my yeah. life, I wanted to be a loser. <laughs> my dad made $700 every single month <laughs> for 12 years. <laughs> His Patreon never grew. <laughs> What's that? I was oh, lock it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We're, and you can lock it. It's not like we're going to, like, you know, kiss or anything. Right. <laughs> we're not going to sit in here and do gay. It's to keep the baby out. Yeah, we're not going to. Yeah, it's not going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be like a sleepover. Deb used to make us do the podcast <laughs> with the door open because she was afraid we dry hump. Yeah, <laughs> she's a jealous woman. Yeah, yeah, she's getting over that. <laughs> she's getting over it. Good and then she'll start a podcast. She'll be like, you got to go with your gut because because <laughs> my husband and his two friends did a podcast and they were actually sucking each other's dicks whenever the other person wasn't talking. They had a fun <laughs> little rotation. What? Breaking Somebody news died. Deb wants to show us. Ping Pong Bar co-founded by Susan Sarandon to replace NY, NYC Comedy Club. Clo- okay. Caroline's. So Caroline's is going to become a ping pong bar co-founded by, founded Susan, by Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. I'm down, dude. That's cool, I guess. Is that real? There's a picture of Susan Sarandon with a paddle. Yeah, so she's going to pay the Kuwaiti This government. is going to be some fake news. Deb fucked up. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, it's gonna be real. Mm-hmm. Let's research that. <laughs> yeah. All right. The door is locked. Man, nothing like locking the door with your boys. <laughs> it's like uh-uh. <laughs> you lock the door with the, you lock the door with your friends when you're when you're 12 and when you're 35 years old. <laughs> Played Led <laughs> Zeppelin four. <laughs> 20 years ago, my mom was like, "I don't want you boys locking the door, okay? Please don't lock the door." <laughs> hey, hey, mom, I love the way you move. <laughs> Just fucking my buddy in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After every We're episode, we do guy. it. And now, yeah. <laughs> After every episode, we do a sleepover. Yeah, now I'm finally allowed to lock the door with my boys <laughs> and podcast. Well, if like I think if more or at least if we knew more of the musicians we listened to were gay, we would have. Because I definitely was just a reflection. Most kids are like a reflection of whatever music. Who they was gay? To, you know, I didn't listen to gay musicians. I know. I don't think I really did either. But I googled. If I, did, I was like, I which musicians are gay? Act and I did. a little more fluid, at least. Yeah. For sure, I would. Yeah, I loved Elton John when I was a kid. And yeah. I remember being in elementary elementary school and being like heartbroken when I found out he was gay. Really, dude? I remember. I, I was remember. Like, Fuck! I'm listening to a gay musician. I remember a kid. I went Coward. to school with being like, "Did you know the village people are gay? <laughs> <laughs> Even the cop." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like this big shocking uh, revelation. All right, so on on today's episode, we're gonna do something uh, a little a little different. So I want to talk about this sort of like resurgence of. Uh, you know, the re- it's almost like the return of uh, the alpha male. Alpha males are, are back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, they have a lot of advice. They have a lot of things to say about dating and everything. So I want to just talk about some of our personal experiences. And I want to talk about some of this, you know, some of these ideas, I guess, basically. You know? Yeah. Do you and, believe um, the alpha male is back? Um. Well, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like sort of I don't know how you would describe it, but they, but it seems like lately there's been kind of a renaissance of like guy like guy podcasts where you know like there's people like Andrew Tate and and the uh, whatever the Fresh and Fit podcast yeah, and there's a, a couple shower guys yeah and it's like uh, you know when you follow their logic it's like you get a woman to be a a slave you know for you. So I want to explore that. I want to kind of explore that ideology and uh and uh, cuz I feel like I did I did fall into that at, at one point in my life that you thought a woman you know? should be sort of 
submissive. Yeah, I, I I felt that, and I still do kind of feel like there are there are uh, gender roles that you know people fit yeah. into. You Life know? humbled Mike quickly. Yeah, he was just like you. You gotta help. He's like women should not help at all with the man. Can yeah. you pay at least half, please? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we switch off paying fifty six percent of the bills every every single month. Um, but I feel like I don't know when I was in my early twenties, I was in a relationship, and I and I was uh, it was not a good relationship. I don't think I was probably mature enough to be in this relationship. And uh, I remember one of the things that I did a lot was I I did when we first started dating, I asked her about her. Uh, well, the kids call it body count, but we didn't have that term back then, so we just said, uh, "How many how many guys did you fuck?" <laughs> You say, you're not a whore, are you? Yeah. Yeah. You would be like, how many guys did you fuck? And then, and I just, I just want to say that right off the bat, I want to say, I think that's a very like slippery slope to go down with somebody that you're, that you're with. Well, especially if the mountain is so high, right? What's that? It's a really slippery slope. (laughs) The mountain is very high. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If it's uh, a, if if you have to spend all day counting to get there. Yeah. If you're uh, at the the peak of Everest. It yeah. sure is a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. Now, not everybody agrees with me. I do want to. I do want to share. Uh, Wait, what agrees with you on what? I don't even know your 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 take on it. What's I just think that it? I just think that 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 you sometimes guys make the mistake of being like because because on 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 all these uh on all these alpha podcasts they'll be like you know actually guys do care about body count. People think that women don't care about body count or that guys don't care about body count, but we we actually do. And uh, I think that's one of the, like worst. I think that's one of the worst things you can do mm. well, in a it's super relationship. Insecure. Yeah. My favorite is there's like a incel like infographic that went around 4chan that's uh, every uh, every man who has sex with a woman leaves a little bit of her D- of his DNA in her forever yeah, yeah, and yeah, changes yeah. her yeah. genetic code. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like every time a woman yeah uh, has sex, like a little she goes down in value a little yeah. bit. So it's like you have to find. So there's all these people on the internet saying that like women or guy, that guys want uh, virgins. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I don't want a virgin. I'm just saying that you're not really gonna. Isn't that so easily flippable? Where it's like, are you a pervert? Yeah. You want a virgin? You want a woman who would save herself for marriage? That's like. I mean, at least in 2023, that's a woman who's been brainwashed most of, most of her life or isolated in some type of way, right? Mm-hmm. In some type of... Is it an unhealthy way? I would say it's n- probably an unhealthy way. What? To want to save to want to save yourself from marriage? Is that unhealthy? Um, yeah, abs- I don't think it's realistic at all. Okay. Yeah, but uh, there are people who, who advocate for that type of stuff people i guess who are more conservative leaning but um i just want to let's see what it's uh, very mine it's very ew it's very don't make me have to deal with certain emotions like mm-hmm. as a dude you should mm-hmm. be able to have to deal with whatever someone's past is and right. go like ooh, okay mm-hmm. ooh, you know it is mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. your cold shower you big fucking pussies mm-hmm. stand sit in the cold tub of your girlfriend telling you how many guys she's fucked yeah and then submerge your head underwater and see how manly you are that's that's the mark yeah. Wahlberg schedule yeah, yeah. Is you wake up at 3 a.m. and have your girlfriend start telling you how many guys she <laughs> fucked and then go to bed at 7 p.m. <laughs> that's man shit. You wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's just that's like, real dude It's just shit. like, it's uh the alphabets. She, she has to, she has to fu- go through all the guys alphabetically. Yeah. Then I like, eat breakfast. Yeah. Then I drive yeah. my kids to school. Mm-hmm. Then I get home and my wife continues to tell me how many guys she <laughs> fucks. When my girlfriend tells me how many guys she fucks, it only makes me motivated to work out harder. <laughs> <laughs> I go through when I'm bench pressing, I go through all 200 of the names. I've actually yeah. memorized yeah. all 200 memori- people. Yeah, that and, my and wife has fucked, and then I and the cumulative time of how much how much time their dick was in her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> well, what you want is like you. What they're saying is you want a completely empty slate that yeah. you can put your bullshit on. What right. is manly about that? What is manly about not having an argument like you mm-hmm. have to have an argument mm-hmm. with a woman mm-hmm. to grow yeah mm-hmm. it's not just like know your place it's right. like no let's test each other's places yeah yeah and then let's see you know right. when right. when dogs go to the park they all fucking jump on each other right yeah what's manly about not wanting to hear about the people that your wife had sex with yeah, yeah that's it's yeah. cowardly it's, it's cowardly like, it's cowardly I'm yeah. say, again i'm not saying like sit yeah. there and be like yeah tell me mm-hmm. but 
it is, it is absolutely cowardly to to find out and to look. It's not cowardly to find out and be hurt because we live where we live. You know. Yeah. We it does fucking sting, right? To go, God damn, ouch! Cause mm-hmm. I love you. I can't picture that, but mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you fucking st- start doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go, baby. We got a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then you're like, well, she didn't have a puppy with anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know. Yep. Yeah, she might have taken uh, how who knows how many dicks, but <laughs> she didn't get a puppy with anybody. Exactly. Let's see what let's see what friend of the show Andrew Tate has to say about body count, though. How can you be high value? How can you be high value? Sorry. Fifteen minutes. Well, I've just been single for a long time. Oh, unacceptable. Why is it unacceptable? Wrong. A body count is probably the number one most easiest way to judge the value of a female. I actually think okay. that 90, no, 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 no. I'm going to say this. I think 99% of the world's problems, and no one's going to understand this, but you can extrapolate, if you can listen to this statement and extrapolate it out towards society at large. I think 99% of the world's problems would be solved if females walked through life with their body count on their forehead. Because it would prevent, because it would prevent all of the disintegration of morals, it would prevent so many things about the world. Do you know what it's like? And women would be like, to be with me as a man, I don't want to put another number on my forehead. You have to be a good man. They wouldn't stop f***ing these idiots and stop being idiots. And all the idiocy would disappear. All the degeneracy would disappear. Families would return. How can you be... That is like tiny Dick Hitler. That is yeah, like yeah. Hitler had <laughs> yeah. an even smaller dick. <laughs> yeah. He'd come up with that idea, and they'd be also like, no, 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 like, you can't say that. Everyone will know that you have a tiny dick. Yeah. And then yeah. they'd be like, okay, yeah, then yeah, kill yeah, the Jews. Yeah. they go, that's better. Yeah. No one will question your dick if you kill Jews. But if you say, <laughs> if you say women have to have their body count on, on their, their head, forehead. they'll automatically know they'll that you know have the tiniest tiny cock in yeah. all of Germany. He's so fascinating because it's like he talks, <laughs> he never seems to, he never seems to like smile or enjoy himself or like have any there's no charm or or uh i don't know anything like likable about him oh, dude. yeah he's very a knight at the roxbury yeah he stinks but those guys at least like smiled i don't know yeah. that is funny and then it's like so what so every time she has sex she has to like go to the tattoo shop and get another because is it like tallies oh I yeah, it's like one of those fighter races in world war ii you gotta put another <laughs> mark on every time you <laughs> suck a dick <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring it back yeah. after you shoot down a fucking uh, yeah, and what, Luftwaffe. And what plane. happens if they don't do it, Andrew? <laughs> how are they? Uh, how are they punished? Your how girl's they... face looks like a, a cheese grater. <laughs> you know, yeah. The yeah, they they put the body it. counts on, and Scott goes, "Hey, wait a minute! I can't count that high. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I've never seen a number and with." <laughs> and that's his wife. <laughs> that's how Scott finds his wife. <laughs> It's like a Santa Claus list. Yo, what what is that? <laughs> yeah, she just tells him it's like uh Is that Google Plex? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's code actually. I'm a computer programmer. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. It's just like it, it's just like very funny that it's like such a such a big uh thing with this community. Yeah, it's real you know? big loser shit. It's big loser shit. You know, I mean, it's like this 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 particular kind of male insecurity is only within the last hundred years. Yeah. Because for like all of recorded history, if you like had sex with a woman, uh-huh. there was a one in five. Village. Well, there was a one in five chance she would just die in childbirth. Uh-huh. And so now it's like for with the last hundred years, mm. it's like, well, everybody can have sex with each other and not die in modern sanitation. Right. So, you know. Back then, there was less insecurity with men because you would just kill a woman with your penis by making her pregnant. Right, and that's the problem that guys can't kill women with their penises anymore. So it's <laughs> like that. There's a there's a void there. Right. I just think it's funny because anytime you ask a woman her body count, it's like she's gonna lie to you. Yeah. You know. And I remember, like, I mean, I just I'm so embarrassed about this, but I remember asking, and she gave me a number, and then I would like ask, and then but then I would like. Then she would like tell stories and stuff, and I would start like counting in my head, like <laughs> I was because she told me she told me she had been with nine guys. Yeah. So she would tell stories, and she'd be like, you know, just casually be like, "Oh, I dated this guy. I dated this guy. Blah blah blah." She's like doing the lie where it's then, like, "Oh, he, I, I'm gonna tell him how many guys I've been with at one time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll yeah, just nine in one night. Yeah. <laughs> from from ten in the morning to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. 
that's pretty good. It's not that bad. <laughs> just, her, just her driving around, <laughs> Ubering around L.A. Technically, I'm li- not <laughs> lying to him. He asked how many guys I'd been with. I just, I limit it to one day. <laughs> but, but it's so funny because, like, as you as you build a relationship with this person, they'll start telling stories, and then you'll like you'll have like tallies in your head, and you'll have like it'll be it'll be like you're playing. What's the game where you throw the ball at the clowns? You know, like the the clowns start to fall. A carnival game. Yeah. Um, where, where, you know, you picture like nine or picture like a Nerf gun or something with, you know, nine bullets in it. Yeah. And you go, OK, well, there was that guy. There was that guy. There was that. And then, and then when she gets when she ends up talking about the 10th guy, you're like, what the fuck? You fucking lying bitch. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I'm very so I so definitely. And so it went from it went from, you know, nine to. You know, I, I, I well, I had nine relationships to, and really, it's like none of your, it's none of your business. Yeah. Um, and then I think the number that we ended up landing on right around the time that we broke up was, you know, somewhere between, <laughs> somewhere between. It, it wasn't, but it, see, it wasn't even that high. It was like the same. <laughs> no, it was like somewhere. It was like probably. It was probably somewhere between it was probably somewhere between fifty and a hundred, which I just imagine that most women are. That's the number of guys that they're. Yeah, I would assume that they're that's like fucking. something to really envy and be jealous of. Yeah. Until, until you know, you find out that most uh, dick is awful. Right. Most guys right. are unbearable. Most guys are unbearable. And yeah. then you go, you well, like, I fucked fifty guys, and then you like really talk it through, and they were like, yeah. "Holy shit, forty-seven were rapes. <laughs> How's that possible?" <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, forty-seven of your fifty were rapes. It's unfortunate. Right. right. You're like punching a number in because you think a girl's giving your, you her phone number and it's just her body count. <laughs> <laughs> Three, four, seven. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't mean anything, though. It's just like yeah. it's like doing a, like a little scratch off. Do you ever hear that audio? Somebody put it together of Dasha talking about her body count. No. Which is just funny. And it's like a minute or two clip and it's like, uh, you know, a hundred or something. But it's funny to me because it's like it went around Reddit and, you know, the usual like incel type people were kind of. Should we play it? Uh, if you want, but I only thought it was funny because it's like, if I could just do a science experiment where I would just like, you know, hook incels up to like, you know, some cat scan, you know, look at Uh their brains basically Uh and see which pathways light up when Dasha talks about (laughs) sucking and fucking a hundred (laughs) guys. Did she say it was a hundred? Yeah. She said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, but then it's like, but then they have all these justifications where, like, on why guys are allowed to, you know, have sex with a bunch of women. Yeah. Because it's, uh, you know, they have their analogies and everything. And I don't know. I just think we. The shitty key. The shitty key and the the key and the lock. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. um, A key, a a lock that could be opened by any key is a shitty lock. A key that can open any lock is a master key, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never thought we'd get to this point in society where you just you women are really I mean I'm ha- very happily married but women really are kind of like fucking a lot, you know? Well they, they say that. And that is sort of the trade-off. Yeah, that's uh the birth control pill and no fault divorce, which yeah. I mean again, there are whole political ideologies that are like this is what destroyed society mm-hmm. is because it destroyed pair bonding because women they don't pair bond with the one guy they had sex with and you know Mm-hmm. Is that because uh, got because I mean a lot of those guys in- intimidate women into being with them, right? Maybe. I feel like a lot of hometown relationships. If you really look at it, it's like, oh, you also isolate the fuck out of her. Yeah, possibly. And maybe the suburbs just do that. Maybe. But it is pretty easy to look at a woman in the suburbs and go, "God damn, you are uh, you were being held captive." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another uh, video from Andrew Tate, and he's asked about his favorite sex position, and uh, it's I for like some reason doggy style. <laughs> yeah, I like doggy style with a man. Yeah, that's how <laughs> not gay I am. <laughs> he's like woman behind. I mean, on top, on top. <laughs> um, it's just funny, like 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 anytime. I mean, he talks about women a lot, but anytime someone brings up sex, like sex with women, he gets like really mad. It is funny, like the the new like ultra alpha male thing is to just mm. hate women so much <laughs> you sound gay. gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vaginas are fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So here's a. What's your favorite sex position? This doesn't feel like a godly conversation. You're going to talk about Christianity and God. Now you're talking about things which I don't know. We can do that. Uh, obviously, you know, no sex before marriage. I don't want to talk about sex. 
Or maybe you just shit. You think so? Yeah, that's something like a not confident Instagram man would say. If you think that not wanting to sit on the internet talking about pussy in a particular way makes me insecure, yeah. then you can have that view of me if you so desire. We gotta yeah, get our man. He's got Ben Shapiro vibes when it comes to sex. It's just he yeah. he he's a good looking guy. He yeah. looks like a model, you know. Yeah, and it's just funny to be accused of sex trafficking, and you're like the, uh, uh, and acting yeah. like you're like Let's, my dad yeah. at a comedy show. <laughs> What's your favorite position? Hey now, come, <laughs> hey, on, come on, come on, come on. That's like a yeah. thing where you. He's afraid someone's going to be like, what do boobs feel like? He's, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. he's going to be like Steve Carell <laughs> in 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not busy. I'm busy, I'm busy driving my Bugatti and making money. What color has come? Yeah. So uh, so this, this relationship that I was in where I would ask about body count a lot, eventually it fell apart. I, uh, I threw a fan into a wall, and uh, we, uh, we broke up. And then, uh, and then I remember after I was like, I remember being very heartbroken, very confused, and trying to make sense of everything and and, and why why we like uh, split up. And I started listening to Patrice O'Neill, uh, and uh, you know a lot of the stuff you know it made made a lot of sense. The stuff that uh, and and it kind of helped me work through sort of a very tough time. Um, White men like you really. Uh just like suck on the breast milk of uh, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill. You really let him coddle you. He's your mama bear. Yeah, I guess. It's kind of yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And sad. But I don't know, but it was it was kind of like um it was like the 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 sort of through line of his like philosophy is that, you know, uh well, first of all that men are better than women. Um that uh women are just sort of manipulative by nature that people are these ways by nature and it's like and then that's kind of that's kind of uh you know, sort of comforting because you're like, oh, okay, well, she wasn't, like, malicious. She's just, women are just snakes. They're naturally <laughs> snakes. And I have to be, like, a sort of this, like, snake charmer, that's you know? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> justifying putting to sleep your pit bull. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. 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 She's a same. pit bull. I have a kid. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same, like, <laughs> logic. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Did you, did you guys ever, like, listen to that stuff? I mean, I love... Patrice O'Neill and Patrice uh, yeah. Opie and Anthony is, you know, uh, a really, really big deal to me. You know, I saw him live. He's one of my favorite comics, but yeah, you know, his opinions on women, I, I don't even take a little seriously. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. you went to jail for a false rape accusation. You went to jail for yeah. And that'll yeah. form your views of a gender. And sure. it's the same and thing like where it's not like letting women speak right. will make you... Uh, <laughs> Think they got nothing to Just say. Just tell them you know? to shut up on Women your podcast. Women have nothing to fucking say. Cutting, cutting yeah. their microphone all the yeah. time. Yeah. They're so. They're always trying to sneak their way. What into yeah, a comp yeah. a word in motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So th of course there's that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's a lot of holes in the logic, you know. And so the stuff that he says about cheating is is very funny. Um, you know, he had, he had a couple bits where he would be like, you know, cheating. Cheating is for you. Cheating is a man going to s find happiness behind your back. Like that's for you. That's not for me. Yeah, and uh, and his stuff about harassment day was very funny. There should be a day where you can harass women, like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. You should be like, I want to suck your. Let me, you know, I want you to suck my dick in the broom closet. But um, there's a lot of like you know holes in the logic, obviously, and it's like the stuff about cheating, like like when you when you rationalize cheating and when you're just like, oh no, it's my nature to, when you adopt that sort of way of thinking. And you go, it's my nature to cheat on women. Well, when you, you don't realize when you, when you promise you're going to be on a diet and you're constantly cheating on that. You me? Find, no, Patrice. Oh, you yeah. find a bunch of ways to defend <laughs> yeah. cheating. Yeah. Really figure it out. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Mike abandoned the misogyny from Patrice, but he kept the appetite. <laughs> <laughs> the body type. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but there's a there's a lot of times I think you know you make these rationalizations and you're like, <laughs> oh, uh, I just remember something. But no, but guys, what? Kalista saw Allison Libby last night. Yeah, and you know they were hanging out, and I guess they were talk They did a show at a uh, Union Hall, mm -hmm. and they were talking about the crowd, how they can, you know, especially sometimes with men, like sometimes people will be combative or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And uh, Allison has a show about abortion, and then I guess you, w she had you on her show. Yeah. And he walked on stage, and you said that uh, 
that you don't bring your kid around to Allison because she's a baby killer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then everybody got all fucking pissed off or something. No, that and got Kalise some Kalise was cracking up, and I was like, God damn, right? It's why, that's why we love Mike. <laughs> Allison has a show that's getting, like, critical acclaim. <laughs> it's about abortion, and then she it's has like reviewed Racine. in the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, she has Racine on one of her shows, and he says it's he like doesn't bring Ben around. <laughs> Just like a bunch of kids. <laughs> correspondents from NPR's no, Fresh Air in the front row. <laughs> fucking rules. Man. No, I think I said I do let her around my kid, even though she killed the baby. Oh. But I tell my kid, I'm like, all right, just watch your back, you know, just, oh, be, ca- just be careful. But actually, that wasn't why the crowd got mad. The crowd got mad because I did that joke about, I think we did this on the Patreon. We talked about this on the Patreon, but uh, did this joke about disabled people that I'm still kind of working on. And it's about how, like, sometimes you'll see someone who's so disabled, you go, like, God damn, there's, yeah. that's, you know, like, there's this. There's this video going around. That's on what you're working on it still. <laughs> that's a, that's your explanation of it so far. You're talking. No, about that's you not the whole bit. I'm going to do a go, bit on the podcast. God damn. <laughs> you want me to do a bit? Do that's, the I'm bit not on doing the podcast. That. Yes, you coward. Well, the bit is about how like sometimes you'll see a person who's who's so disabled, you go, God damn, and you have this like urge to laugh, but you're not laughing at the disabled person. You're laughing at a god who makes somebody live like that <laughs> yeah. because people who make cookies for a living. Like, God really messed up this batch of people. But people who make cookies for a living don't give you the cookie and go, it's a gift. Sure. You know? And and that cookie's $80,000. <laughs> and your insurance doesn't cover it. Um, and then, so, yeah, this girl this girl goes, like... Thi- oh, but also, by the way, there's this video going around on Instagram Reels. It's, like, uh, this giant baby with, like, a big alien head. Like, it's, like, a baby the size of maybe a St. Bernard with a giant... Shot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to find it, and I don't want to search for it because I don't want to go to hell by typing in like giant. Why does he have baby. a head like that? Because he got like, the vaccinated and boosted. Yeah, he got vaccinated and boosted. He listened to fucking Big Bird and Elmo <laughs> with their with their fucking horse shit, and uh, <laughs> they figured they could harvest more brain matter from children if they gave them <laughs> horrific yeah. deformities yeah, exactly. through the vaccines. Exactly. Yeah, and the, and then the problem is Hillary Clinton doesn't even want to fuck that kid now because it's too big. Mia, we you know she got too greedy. <laughs> we got my puppy's second round of vaccines uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. and Khalees was like, "Do is there any food allergy vaccines that we need to do?" And the vet went, "No, they're not like little white babies." And then she oh, looked yeah. over at me like, "Oh," and I said, "Yeah, I know what y'all are doing. Y'all are making oh the vet behind mm. behind our backs." That's still kind of hack though. Like That's kind of a hack babies. joke about white people. And I thought it was funny. I laughed. They're not little white babies. On This American Life, we check out Allison Leiby and her new show, Celebrating Abortion. <laughs> and Mike Christine walks up and says, yeah, you kind of got to like halfway rape a woman. <laughs> you know, like they'll really rape them, but they kind of hate it when you ask them for their consent. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, I did that joke and somebody yelled out, somebody yelled out, fuck you. And then uh, she confronted me in the... At the bar, and she goes, uh, "Were you performing tonight?" And she goes, "What the fuck?" And I thought she was gonna go, "What the fuck is wrong with that audience? You were funny." <laughs> she goes, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> um, but anyway, um, but yeah, but then it's it's weird because when you start, I think there's some kind of there's some kind of slippery slope between like misogyny and then other forms of other forms of bigotry because you adopt this thinking where you're like oh well people are just like this by nature women are manipulative by nature women are more emotional women are less uh and you start putting these people in boxes and then i think it leads to putting other people in boxes Mm. so you start going like you know asians can fly like well it's like it's funny how fun it is to hate women Especially on it the internet. It is, right? Yeah. Well, like, now, why is that? Well... Are we wrong Are we wrong <laughs> for going a little loose with the... Uh, no, I mean, it's like, you know, like... I you, mean, they say shit about us. Sure. If you look yeah. at the internet, again, like, that's what made, was so funny to me about that Dasha clip, because it was so popular on Reddit, it kept getting uh-huh. posted everywhere, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever. And I was like, yeah... just her but, talking about her body count? Yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's probably 80 or 100. I've been sucking and fucking since I was 14 <laughs> or something. <laughs> and, <it was> like, <laughs> and I just, like, imagine if I could just, like, take, like, an angry incel and see which brain pathways light up, maybe I would get an explanation. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is like as a man. But it just really couldn't matter any less. I <laughs> no, mean, your wife, your wife could have been the biggest whore, you it know, doesn't back matter. In the, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's like, what does it do? I mean, I guess it is 
if particularly if you're like sexually frustrated, like yes, you kind of project all of your anger and angst onto the opposite gender. And I certainly did that for a while, Mm -hmm. but it's like this, obviously it's a very primal thing. So I don't know, um, you know, people talk about women hating women or whatever, and I don't know about all that, but Mm -hmm. I can tell you like why it's so appealing to men Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, it's actually annoying now. Like these people are making misogyny not fun anymore. Right. Because it's like they mean it. Yeah. Because yeah. it goes back and forth where there was like this pendulum shift where it's like you can't even like it w- is fun to just complain about your wife. Yeah. I mean, it's the person that you live with. You spend every day with her. Yeah. You know? Why and not? Like, yeah. I mean, you should see what she did to the toilet bowl the other day. I was like, Deb, if this was the 1950s, like I could ask you for a divorce. For the way this toilet, how this toilet bowl looks right now. <laughs> what were you saying when Scott said he thought he saw a dog come on the floor? <laughs> I said, <laughs> he goes, there's dog come on your floor, but there's water on my floor. Uh, but he's like, that's dog come. And I'm like, oh, Deb's sister must have been over. <laughs> and I, I kind of miss that. And me and Deb's sister get along really well, actually. But I kind of wish we had like a like a contentious like 90s sitcom style relationship right. you know where i'm like oh hey amanda did the pound get out early or whatever like as soon as she comes over you start right. calling her a dog or whatever it is yeah um but anyway well you talk about women hating women i do want to talk about uh this other this other youtube personality uh her name is pearl i sa- i saw her on a video um it is true though because it's like okay if you're not getting pussy like obviously you hate women because you know some women have rejected you and you're projected on the whole gender Mm -hmm. but if you are getting pussy if you are in a relationship Mm -hmm. will you hate women because of living with a person it's like you live with a woman and it's it's impossible to live with any roles right i think nick had a bit about that he's like a black guy will never be like hey nick what color are my eyes But yeah, if it, but if you want to be an actor and you love acting, mm-hmm. you know, not getting movie roles isn't going to stop you from loving acting. So if you want pussy, mm-hmm. not getting pushy pussy shouldn't stop you. It shouldn't from make you hate appreciating it. Yeah, shouldn't make you hate. No, but I think it does. I think if you're movies, not getting, you got to refind your passion for vagina. You lost it because you couldn't get it. It's like a dream, mm-hmm. you know. Vagina mm-hmm. is a dream, just mm-hmm. like a career. Mm-hmm. And when you go, I hate comedy, and it's like, oh no, it's just things aren't working out. Let's focus again, you know. Let's hop back on the on the horse. So mm-hmm. when you go, women are whores. It's like, no, dude, you're, it's just uh, you have not become become successful at your career in women yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So get back on the horse. Yeah, interesting. Right. I did do pretty well with women though when I was like in, when I was on my like misogyny kick though. Oh, shut the fuck. <laughs> shut up, Mike. Oh well, yeah, because I did. You know, I, some I, women I, are like, young and um, had sex with a lot of them, and, and, and you I know, think they're looking for uh, for someone to to listen to them, and they don't realize that you're just staring. No, at I think them I think they listening. like it because you're they like that you're like a little bit of an asshole and that you uh, you aren't gonna like simp for them. You know, they we like are when you don't by simp. men's rights activist Mike Racine. Mike, tell us your secret to having sex with women in a moving truck. No, I just feel like I did better when I was... Li- yeah, that did happen a couple times. Do you ever think maybe... It's just the maybe perfect size. Because, like, like you're, they, they felt bad. No, like the same reason maybe... No, I don't know really men who do this, but they go, he's so... He's so dumb. He's so, mm. like... Like they kind of, it's like them abusing you almost. Have you mm. ever felt like you're like, wow? Oh, they kind of get off on the on like the on take it, taking advantage of me. Yeah. yeah, on that you're an idiot. <laughs> that could be and a you thing. You go like, I'm know. the king of pussy, and they're like the dumbest man <laughs> in the world. Ate my pussy. <laughs> they're leaving my house like like a dog. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Jenna, I just fucked the dumbest. Guy. Yeah, because <laughs> I had a friend, my guy. buddy, my buddy Doug. Right. He, yeah. Uh, he was hooking up with a uh, with a senior or junior when we were freshmen in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. And we were like, holy shit, we were so jealous of him, you mm-hmm. know? Then it turns out she was only letting him eat her pussy. Uh-huh. And it's oh, like, really? you're not the coolest. <laughs> you're the biggest loser ever. She's treating you like a fucking yeah. dog. Yeah, that's like one step below her cleaning lady. Uh, yeah, he'd yeah. come over your pussy and she'd, she'd make her go home. He's like, I'm hooking up with the coolest junior in the whole school. Yeah. You're being abused, young boy. That sounds cool, though. I would do that. Yeah. I, I hate myself. You hate yourself so much you'd eat a uh, pussy. <laughs> if somebody, if if like Jennifer Lawrence was only letting you eat her pussy, you'd be, you'd brag about that. Yeah, I would. But like, yeah, I mean, we've talked. She about doesn't let you use the bathroom in their house. <laughs> you, you eat her pussy, but you have to go. <laughs> you have to go to the shed to use the the guest house. Yeah, you have to come in through the service elevator and eat her <laughs> pussy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. The doorman <laughs> waves you around the back. <laughs> She's like, no, it's on 49th Street, actually. In the elevator with her, like, sweaty Guatemalan gardener. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, the thing is, like, with all that PUA shit, uh, you know, mm. and that was a thing for a time. It's like, yeah, you can get pussy being mean, but it's Wait, not PUA pickup artist pick-up stuff. Artist. Which Take like you know a lot of the <coughs> a lot of the right wing which that stuff helped me at one point in my life too. But that's the thing. It's not about being mean. It's just about being confident mm-hmm. because it's like when you have a, a strategy of like oh I'm gonna insult her and make her feel like shit. Yeah. Well, it's bad, but you're confident. You're like I have a game. I have a game plan, and also I don't think this person is better than me. I'm not gonna put them on a pedestal. Right. Where it's like you should talk to them on a one to one level. You don't have to be mean to do that. You can just be I like. I think they like when you're a little mean. You can make jokes. Uh, no, yeah. banter think, is yeah, fun. Yeah, I think it's like it's got to be the. If they like when you're mean, it's like got to be the way a dude friend likes it when you're being. It's mean. like a roast. And if yeah. they do you're like kinda... when you're being mean, they're just wrong. Like they yeah. can also be wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I've definitely done that wrong. I've definitely like just probably texted girl likes girls you and been mean like, "She's correct." Yeah, I've definitely texted girls and been like, "Girls, I was talking to, been like, hey, shithead, how you, how you doing?'" <laughs> I mean, that's how I talk to a lot of people for a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah, Texting yeah. a Tinder you, girl like, what's up, right? faggot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've done that too, for <laughs> sure. Uh, a girl, a woman I worked with, actually. <laughs> I said, here you go. I said, she was like, I worked at the store in Williamsburg. Oh, I'm embarrassed about this. But I worked at the store in Williamsburg, and the girl who came in was like the accountant or something. And I, I forget, I sent her something. I go, I go, here you go, faggot. <laughs> and then she was like, she was like, <laughs> like the next week, because she would come in and like do the books. And the next week she came in, and she was like, I meant to tell you, I really didn't like that. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sorry. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. But you, I don't know. You learn as you go. Yeah. But uh, one thing, but one thing I kind of liked about, I read that book, The Game. Yeah. And there's a thing that you do where like whatever ring the girl's wearing her finger on, you go, hey, do you normally wear your ring on your pinky? Because it says something about your personality. So, you can start conversation that way. It's just little, little stuff. If you Isn't don't know, that just how like to advancement of like, what's your favorite color? It's like icebreakers yeah. for dumb dicks. Kind of, yeah. But it works. Hey, how are you? Oh it works because people like to hear stuff about themselves. Yeah, people just need pointers, and that's all it yeah. is. It's just pointers. Mm. And so it's like this pickup artist shit. It's like, well, maybe there's not that for women, but it's like because you don't have to tr- trick a guy. You just mm. go, hey, here's my pussy. Mm-hmm. And with a lot of women, you can kind of do that as a guy if if the situation is right, I think, you know? Yeah. I think in isolated situations, uh, women will just fuck, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I, what, I don't like know. Isolated, I don't think you, like, in your basement? I don't think you— No like access people, to food no or guys water. No, like, how do you figure out how to have sex with a woman? And it's like, I, I think women will just have sex with you sometimes if you're cool for an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not complicated. The bar's not very high. Trickler. I'm not even saying it's very high. It's just, like, there can be a mutual thing. Yeah. But sometimes it's just right place, right time. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, honestly, the thing is, it's, like, yeah, because men rape women, so your biggest disadvantage talking to a woman is, like, oh, she probably justifiably might think you're scary. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, if you have female friends or mutual friends, that's probably the easiest way to... That's why we here at Alper Smokes refuse to do push-ups. We don't want women thinking... Uh, right, right, right. Our bodies look like this on purpose. My arms are rubber bands because, sweetheart, I would never hurt you. We will not go to the gym because I don't want to scare girls on no, the street. I no want them to feel like hell. they can outrun me. Nope, I got chicken legs for a reason. Yep. It is like... I want to look like an old man. But, like, the justification for women hating men is because we rape them. Like, Andrea Dworkin, you know, all men are rapists. It's like, yeah, it's understandable. Right. She was abused raped and then the justification for men hating women is like it's kind of fun mm-hmm. it's just funny so we just don't have any you know real leg to stand on but yeah uh, but god man guys hold funny she was gang raped in, by in a the Taco same Bell regard as women hold like their body guys take being allowed to laugh at a thing very we're talking about a feminist who's rape. fat who's yeah. that we're talking about a feminist oh, who's andrea dworkin yeah 
Tom Rick. But yeah. She's a good writer, by the way. Is she? Uh, yeah, I, I like some of her stuff. Yeah. You know, what has she written? Nonfiction? She, yeah, sci-fi? She, uh, she's <laughs> very like uh, anti-porn. She was anti-porn, but like honestly, but I've come around. A lot of what she said yeah. about porn is correct. It's uh-huh. an abusive, terrible industry. Uh-huh. Run by Andrew Tate. <laughs> Run by mean gay guys. <laughs> so is the restaurant <laughs> industry. You know, that's not going to stop <laughs> me from pulling my dick out. What do you mean? I don't know. That was a oh. fun little thing to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I guess the other thing that's funny, too, is in, this, in these communities, they talk a lot about, like, value, and they're always like, oh, well, you know, a high, a high value, they talk about, like, high value males, high value females, but they'll be like, well, the w- w- women and males' values is different, because ma- male value is his, his, uh, his, uh, his salary, and then women's value is how many dicks she hasn't put inside of her. And it's just, it's very sad to me. It's this very, like, rigid sort of transactional way of looking at relationships. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like, what what relationship, what what kind of relationship is it, um, you know, that you want? Here's um, here's YouTuber uh, Sneeko talking about male and female value. What's a high-value woman? A woman who knows her worth and knows she can do better than that because there are men out there that aren't going to want to see a whole bunch of women at one time. But what determines a woman's worth? I think a woman determines her own value. See, that's the difference between men and women. Like, a man can't just determine their value. The world dictates how valuable you are. The marketplace, you're saying. Right. Women could just make up how valuable she is in her head and then just assume that the world should follow that. But we can't operate like that. Imagine if I said, like, that. I, I'm just worth that. Like, why? Because I believe it. Everybody would think that I'm delusional. But when I don't know. A lot of this is kind of like... <laughs> like, like imagine like I had like self-confidence. People would think I'm crazy. No, everybody tells you to be self-confident. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's just, he's just wrong. Yeah. Women are allowed to determine their value. You are, too. Mm-hmm. Plenty of men Your own value, yeah. buy a suit and figure it the fuck out. It right. happens, you right. know? Right, Just like women buy a dress and, and go, I'm in this position. Yeah. Guys there's do also the same different, thing. There's different things. That, I mean, these, these people never talk about anything like being funny or being compassionate or being a good partner. It's always like your value in yeah, terms of like, how much so fucking... I was laughing with this girl the other day. You know, yeah, I was laughing yeah, yeah. with my female friend the yeah. other day. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I, I like I think when you start dating, you have to really think about like what you're what you're looking for. And I think at one point in my life, it was you know when I was very uh, jaded when I was convinced that all women were just manipulative whores. You know, it was just like how can I have sex with as many of them as many of right. them as I. And that's like what's you know is like men are so gay that we just have sex with women and talk about it with other men. <laughs> because like yeah, you know like gay. you didn't you know like whatever your body count wait like, what's less gay what's less gay than that well I did you're right it's like but it's like uh, whatever your body count is like you know eighty or hundred whatever it's like the majority of that you just did to impress other men right like you probably had fun having sex but you didn't have that much fun it is fun to have sex with it's like <laughs> n- new people like, John yes. is gonna freak out about <laughs> this shit <laughs> yeah I can't wait to text my wait boy wait till I tell Sean and Rob <laughs> I gotta piss yeah or come. yeah but yeah I mean like you know like a, a hookup or a one night stand I mean Sometimes it's fun, but for the most part, it's like it. Th- there is a, a Patrice observation I like, which is like most of it is just like, "Oh, this is great. I'm gonna jerk off to this later." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just, it's just in your mind, and now it's there, and then you know, it's a memory. But it, it doesn't like make that much of a difference or fill any sort of inadequacy. It's just so mm-hmm. much of it. It is you're doing it to impress other people. You're not actually doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, instinctually, sure, but... Yeah, absolutely. Like, just the amount of time you waste at bars talking to people that you don't have anything in common with, Mm -hmm. just trying to get that. And why do you do that? Uh, Because you think it impresses other people and gives you some value if you you live like that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know about uh, Kevin Samuels? No. He's a YouTuber that um, he was was very sort of into this stuff. He would talk a lot about, you know... He's dead. Value. Right? Yeah, I think he... So he would always talk about, like, uh, uh, physical... He would talk about physical attractiveness a lot. <clears throat> this stuff is very sort of, like, shallow, though. And, and and their whole thing is they they talk about age and everything, and they're like, you know, but 
but I, to me, I think that's such a weird way of looking at relationships because it's like you're going to marry somebody and then they're inevitably inevitably going to get old. So why why is why are you trying why are you even trying to get married if you think that your potential partner is just going to be like uh, this rotting bag like a rotting bananas you know if that's how you see also, people what does it mean to like oh to the younger the better it's more it's closer to that virgin thing you know it's yeah. like well if she can't be a virgin she has to be very young like how yeah, little really experience life experience can this person have you I'm see not, Cher's I'm not date virtue with some signaling dude and like oh, I'd love <coughs> to fucking date Cher you yeah. know the stories yeah I'm not virtue signaling or anything but I, I really don't want to fuck 15 year olds at, at, yeah, at this dude, age yeah I'm not interested in 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 like early people in the early twenties. Yeah, I just I just don't understand the age issue. It's 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 like I, the, I, maybe the, it's fake. Enough time maybe it's has fake. passed where we are all. It's not like you're fucking like a lady in a muumu or something. You yeah, know? like women, I know because I've been looking at some don't like dress like old ladies now. Ladies dress like ladies like forever. Ladies, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like yeah, teenagers dress like teenagers. Maybe people in their early twenties dress like people in their early twenties. I've been looking but at then some everybody 50s. just dresses the same, and they're, they're all pretty hot, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know, I've been looking at some like 50, 60 year old women lately being like, nice. You know, I'm surprised, but it Obviously. feels it feels good. Susan it, but it's, there's a weird there's like the weird thing where guys go like, well, of course, of course, guys want to have sex with 16 year olds. Yeah. You, why? I just don't really. Yeah. It seems awful. Yeah. Look at Susan. It's like, it's like playing a video game with someone who doesn't know how to play the video game. Yeah. The fuck? Why the fuck would you want to do that? Just imagine being on a date. Imagine like the, uh, like. Go, having to make small talk with a 16-year-old. Yeah. You know, there's people that, like, you know, they want to dance or they want to, I don't know, teach people. It's But it's not even teach people how to do. You can't dance. I yeah. think that's why you fuck young people. Mm-hmm. It's because you can't dance, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to find someone who can't dance. Mm-hmm. That makes I'm sense. I'm talking about sex, but that's what it is, right? It was like my theory about Elvis. You fuck a kid because mm-hmm. if you fuck an adult... Um, she knows they that you're stealing black music. <laughs> 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 if you fucking adult, they know that your your dick ain't the king, you know? Mm-hmm. That, like, Steve, the mechanic, has better dick than Elvis Presley. Right. And then Elvis can't live with that. He's the oh. fucking king. Did you, you did a it's, bit about this, right? Well, I've told you it. I don't yeah. think I've ever done a bit. I've yeah, probably yeah. done it on your podcast or something. Right. But, and, and that's, like, it seems like a, legit, a legitimate um, reason why these guys would fuck kids. It's like an insecurity. I, I yeah. highly doubt it's mm-hmm. an actual attraction thing. Mm. It's way more, I am the biggest fucking loser I you've have, ever met. Yeah, look at my giant 56-year-old. Look at my huge dick in your tiny hands. I'm a monster, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, again, it's why we need to put midgets in starring roles more in like romantic comedies, you know? Mm-hmm. We got to get these little women... Um, on, they go, oh, this heavy woman was on Victoria's Secret swimsuit, and you go, great, mm-hmm. but there is child sex trafficking happening. So can we get some uh, t- tiny women in bikinis? Right. Can we get a little woman? You know, right. Right. Make her old too. Go the the last living Munchkin from The Wizard of Oz is on the <laughs> is on the cover of the Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit edition. She's a hundred and nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's Kevin Samuels taking a thirty six year old woman to uh, to school. Could you be with an average man? Are you talking about average in looks or income or both? Income, income. Because we don't. Well, we're, not have, be, have, we're not. We're not supposed to be the lookers. We're supposed to be the earners. Like aver- it is just very telling that they uh, they only talk about income. I mean, this uh, this whole world seems very sort of superficial and not. I wouldn't want to. Well, but I wouldn't want to be around these. They seem boring. It's also the only thing they have figured out, which is mm-hmm. their income. They've mm-hmm. learned how to make money. Mm-hmm. However, whatever bullshit they've spewed that makes them money. Right. So they can talk about their income. Right. They can't have a conversation about, like, you know, like, how often do you listen to a woman? You know, because yeah. they'd be like, oh, never. That's no, I've never done that. Yeah. They're a virgin in every other aspect of experiences with women. Right, right, right. But they have fucked them. And yelled and, at them. And They're made, not virgins. They made of a that. little money, yeah. But and like yeah. sold life insurance or something. Yeah, yeah. Some shitty, yeah. some shitty job, yeah. <laughs> Earning New Zealand man. Whatever they do in New Zealand, they played in the Lord of the Rings or some shit. I don't know. Whatever they do over New Zealand, they do that shit. They're I mean, he, he can be funny. Aquaman, whatever. We do have a lot of uh, tradesmen in this country. Yeah, could you marry one of those guys? 
I mean, I possibly could, but I don't typically find that attractive. Well, then, here's what you like, got. <laughs> I don't care what you find attractive, man. You're a 36-year-old second-grade teacher with exceptionally high standards. Wow. It's just funny because it was like it's always under the pretense of like this guy's telling people what they don't what they don't want to hear. Oh, but all but people from New Zealand do do have very high standards and need do to they? chill out. Yeah, people from New Zealand, um they all I don't know. I think it's being so close to Australia mm-hmm. and there is that similarity, except it's like New Zealand is like it's 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 like if Australia learned how to read or something, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So they feel like really bougie. It's like mm. bougie Australia. It's the worst thing you and can do. And nobody imagine. nobody tells them that their accents make them sound like they have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like right. they're drooling right. out of their mouth. Right. Yeah, yeah. They think they're just normal. Yeah, it's like Do you wanna ask me out? Yeah, wealthy. Do you wanna ask me out on a date? No. no. They all fly helicopters, but you Do know, they? talk like they eat dirt. Yeah. Yeah, they're all wealthy, I think, people from New Zealand. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. You could say well, it is, you know sometimes. what? It is interesting how uh, in the capital, the late stage capitalist hellscape that we live in, mm-hmm. you know, I've been listening, to <laughs> been listening to a Jake Flores break this down. But anyway, the point is, I think it's interesting, this term sexual market value, where it's like everybody views every fucking thing through the market. Yeah, right, like, right, right. You just can't imagine any sort of aspect of society that you can't buy and sell on fucking eBay. Mm-hmm. So the idea of a sexual market value, it's like, oh, it's a starter home. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you fuck a six out of ten girl yeah. as a starter girlfriend. And it's like, well, it's not the way human bonding works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... <clears throat> Yeah, you have basic sexual needs, but you should be dating to find a partner, mm-hmm. find you know somebody you can live your life with. Which is you're saying that the women who date Andrew Tate deserve to be sex trafficked because yes. they're stupid. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they're money, money loving. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's fucking stupid now, and it's mm-hmm. not their fault. It's like people have just been dumbed down, and all the food is poison. Right. Absolutely. I call my sex market the black market. Why is that? Get it? Because it's the market. It's all black. Yeah, it's more of the black welfare system. (laughs) 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 It's more of the black social security office. (laughs) 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 Scott's on government assistance. (laughs) Um, now here's uh, Scott's at the sexual DMV. Um, here's, here's, here's Kevin Samuels giving, uh, giving you're a woman over 27, it's time to sell. <laughs> if you're a woman over 30, it's time to put some, it's the sign, it's time to mark this shit on 50% off. If you're over 35, it's time to put that shit on clearance. If you have 40, it's time to put that shit at the outlet. If you have 50, Salvation Army. <laughs> I mean, this is just a guy who died fucking an overweight woman that he would always, uh, you know. That's that's what I think. That's what I think happened. But I don't know. I think this is just a very sad way of looking at the world. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's sad how men and women hate each other, and Mm -hmm. the internet encourages the worst of that. Mm -hmm. And you know, we can say women probably have more justified reason to hate men than other way around. But it's you do see these communities on both sides. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's like incel shit, but there's also like female dating strategy and and these kind of like. uh, fem cell forums online and it's like cells. yeah it, well it's it does encourage the genders to hate each other and there is a lot of loneliness right now and a lot of people are not in couples and there's a variety of reasons for that but it, it is it is quite sad that i guess people have whatever going on in their life and it's like yeah it is you don't have to examine it if you just kind of hate the other gender mm-hmm. i feel like when you look at this world where where people are where they have to, where they have to make a lot of money because they because ha- they need value because you have more value the more like money that you have and and everybody's trying to be like you know like like tough and uh, I I think the most radical thing you can do is just be a little silly yeah you know I think if you really I think the bra- the brave thing you can do is is uh, 
is be yourself and just be kind of a silly boy. But you know what? Like, just like within comedy or within any hierarchy, like as a man, you know, you do sometimes feel inadequate because mm-hmm. a lot of women perceive your value as how much status you have. Like, yeah. let's be honest. And so it's like if you're, let's say, a comedian, mm-hmm. well, do you ever feel insecure because it's like a comedian, you don't even have to say do Michael. Do I feel insecure because I'm what? Well, not <laughs> even Michael Che or Joe's. <laughs> Why are you bringing up Michael Che? No, no, no. But like, well, here, uh, you know, I know a comic yeah. who like, he flew some girl out. He was headlining. Yeah. Uh he flew some girl out just for the weekend and they like, you know, hooked up there or something. And there's just like a girl I know around Bushwick and she's fucking cute. And mm-hmm. it's like, there is that part of you that's like, yeah, I'm a little jealous of that. Mm-hmm. I wish that was me. Yeah. You know. Beautiful. Sip <laughs> singing to a girl on the train, but she fucked Andrew Schultz <laughs> two weekends ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. When I saw your face. Now I'm trying to get some pussy. Now turn your camera yeah. to the side. <laughs> and he fucked her face. <laughs> But, like, it makes sense to me how, I guess, if you were not as high up on whatever hierarchy status and therefore not as attractive to women. But do you think some mind, of that stuff's bullshit? Because I don't know. I've never been I've never been in really insecure about. Yeah, there's there's times when I'm faced with it, but I've never really been that insecure about my status. Yeah. I don't in know. a room, I'm never insecure about my status. Outside of a room, I can be, you know, if I'm not in a room to show my <laughs> abilities, I, mm-hmm. I'm of course nervous about my abilities oh dang i don't get to show anybody this or that you know yeah but um when i I'm guess there's room, times I'm fully confident and you know myself i guess right yeah just getting into the room that's hard yeah i guess there's I'm times where like i've okay I stop talking in. now um there's times when i've I'm gone beautiful. to like <laughs> <laughs> go ahead buddy well no you go to like uh, you go to like colin joe's house or his beach house and you're like oh this is this is nice and i don't have this but yeah. then the the other part of your brain goes like yeah, you know, I'll I'll never get here, and he's probably done horrible, horrible things. Probably, you know, had writers meetings with the CIA. You know, probably had to. He, was, he probably had to be sexed in. Yeah. I'm sure Lauren Michaels and all his friends sexed him into the the, the SNL club. <laughs> Lauren Michaels so. has four bodies buried on his property. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his blackmail. Yeah. So then, so then you go like, oh, okay, well, I I'll never have this, and but my we can just sort of enjoy it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like chase. I don't chase that kind of stuff. I guess maybe because it always felt unattainable to me. Right. I yeah, guess I should. I guess I would like to start. It, you know? It's like Fonzie. Yeah. You go. Fonzie's the cool. I always wanted to be Fonzie. And mm-hmm. I go. I kind of fucking walk like Fonzie. Yeah, you got a Fonzie energy. I got a little, a little Fonzie in me. Yeah. I do. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But then you go. Wait a second. The motherfucker lived above this family. Like he just lived above. Oh, a family he did. That he liked. Yeah. He didn't Event. have his own place. Not, uh, not at first, right? The whole time. He just lived upstairs. I think his parents right. died, but it's like, you're 32. Who gives a fuck? He lived above the Cunninghams? Yeah, or he, he lived, lived above, above them. Imagine that attic? motorcycle coming yeah. home every night yeah. with a new fucking girl. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> if that show was real, it'd be <laughs> Richie jerking off to Fonzie <laughs> fucking upstairs <laughs> every night. Just breathing heavily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to Fonzie. <laughs> Get it in. Ah, Fonzie, looks looks like you're slipping a little bit. He just comes home with like some sixty year old divorced woman. Yeah, he they know how heavy the girl is by like how uh how slow the motorcycle like motor sounds, you mm-hmm. know, as it mm-hmm. pulls into the driveway. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a big one today. But that was kind of a bullshit character, right? Because what did Fonzie Because he's really Jewish do? and cool, but other than that, no. But was he but he was Italian in the show. No, he just wore a leather jacket. His name was Arthur his, hair. his name was Arthur Fonzarelli. Is Fonzarelli Italian or made up? I don't fucking know. There's no way Fonzarelli is you th- like. Fonzer- you think the Fonzarelli that's not an showed name? up at Ellis Island? That's not an Italian we, sounding name, Scott. Uh, uh, Fonzarelli. That's Mister Fonzarelli. Oh, I guess so. You're right. Okay, let's look it up. Jesus Christ. No, you Jesus Christ yourself. Don't no, you he was Italian, and everybody's like, oh, everybody's like, oh, you know, the actor's really Jewish. You think he's Italian because he. He didn't punch the machines in anger. <laughs> then that would make him Italian. He punched them to he's make him play music. He's breaking the machines. Yeah, he's Jewish. He yeah. figured out he didn't have to b- pay for him. Yeah. Jeez Louise, Mike. Did you ever watch Happy Days? I watched it a lot. You're the one saying Fonzie's not Italian. He's not Italian. He's a Jewish. He's Jewish. 
You think that you think that in in fucking nineteen seventy three? Hold on, I don't think you they think acknowledged it. And never, therefore, he is Jewish because his face is Jewish. His name was Arthur Fonzarelli, and he went, "Hey, how's hey, how's it going?" No fucking Jew talks like that. That's you what think, happened. Hold to on, kids back you think then that when in, their parents you think died. that in nineteen seventy, your parents died and you were young back then, you just started acting like an Italian. They called you a mutt. And a, you go, either, you're either a mutt or an Italian. And Fonzie was a mutt. You think that no in offense, ni- you Michael. think that in 1973, Gary Marshall was like, "All right, I got a show for you guys. It's about you know, a, you know, an American family and the coolest Jewish guy that ever lived." You think that's how they pitched they were like that the show? Coolest Italian. Italians they were, like, were. Well, he has to still live with a mother, mother figure. No, but that's to, that, that was Ital- that was Italian's heyday, the 1970s. Let's look, Jamie. Yeah. Scott, I would I would bet you two hundred dollars that I'm that, not betting that two hundred dollars. It's 20? a show. It's Piece a show about shit. a feral Jewish child raised by Italians. <laughs> <laughs> and how they readapt to society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just gets uh, really good at uh, something Jewish. I don't know. I was a big Fonzie fan though. To think of. Yeah, oh, he's a great character. Yeah. But it's like. But uh, I don't even know what we're. No, I don't know. It's I know like we're about here. there's there is a shallow part of attraction that that both men and women have, where it's like yeah, there's physical attractiveness, but then there's also let's say, you know, like a random woman is more likely to hook up with Drake or somebody famous, like let's say a median, mm-hmm. than your not famous ass. Mm-hmm. Let's say that, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of a median thing. And so it's like there is that shallow element, and that can lead you to, let's say, resent whatever your place is on this hierarchy, which is mostly imagined, you know, right. it's, it's not, a, but that can, you can in turn take it out on the other gender or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, people just have to judge people as individuals, not, you know, it's like, let's say you're a woman and you're not a supermodel. You could hate men cause they stare at supermodels or whatever. Right. I don't know. These are all. I'm just thinking Amen. out loud. I don't have any points. I'm sorry. I'm buying. Yeah, time. no. There's I just think that. I just think that. You know, ways. there's love flying in both if ways. If there's any, if there's any final thoughts I have for this episode, it's just that like value comes in a lot of different ways and relationship. You shouldn't listen to these people because they 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 break they reduce relationships down to a very like uh, I don't know, just very reductive the way they talk about relationships. Right. And I think you have to think about when you when you start dating people you get to think about what it is you really want and and what's important and uh i don't know for me it's like i just think that you know some of the the connections that you feel with people you know i like that uh deb and i make each other laugh and we get along we support each other and i think that to me that's uh that's value and is she is she bad with money yes does it feel like she doesn't make that much do i not make that much uh yeah, but we get along. We have a kid, and uh, this apartment's fine. I don't know. Our life is fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like there are hierarchies in life, but you're gonna fucking die. So how right. much does it matter? And uh, right. like again, a lot of those hierarchies are imagined. They're not as complex, or they're much more complex. It's also just like nobody's like really impressed by stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if if you have a nice house, how often do people even go to your house? You're probably. Right. Or and, and see it and and do they I don't know it's not to me that's not the best feeling when people have been impressed by how much I don't know like I wear this chain nobody's ever like hey Mister Racine yeah no one's standing at your funeral going oh my god yeah. his patio he had a nice patio yeah how are we gonna yeah. be able to hang out in his patio anymore right right people remember I miss his patio yeah people remember how you make them feel. People mm-hmm. remember how you made them laugh when you sat on that patio. Mm-hmm. When you said, uh, hey, Greg, maybe you want to get off my patio. You, you've gotten heavy lately. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Oh, you know? Okay. You, you, your friend. Yeah. Well. And Arthur Franzarelli is Italian-American. I did my research. I just found out. It's just a crazy thing to, to assert. He's born he's to not. an Amal- Italian-American. He and his mother were abandoned by his father, obviously. Yeah. When he was three. Oh, was there like a Fresh Prince episode like that? Like where he <laughs> goes to look for his dad? <laughs> Maybe. And Arthur holds few memories of his father, but deep resentment towards him for the abandonment. Hmm. They hired like four Italians to play him, but they kept groping women on set. <laughs> 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 like, fuck, we gotta get a Jewish guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just bring him in in a cage. Is B- Brando's Italian. <laughs> they got, like, yeah, Brando. <laughs> they no, have like a... So. I don't think so. They bring in. No, like he's not Italian because yeah. they, 
No, because my grandmother didn't like that he wasn't Italian. Yeah. They bring an Italian Fonzie, and he's got like the Hannibal Lecter Silence of the Lambs get up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have to unchain him <laughs> just for the scene and then lock <laughs> him up again. <laughs> Mafia parking only t shirt. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Did we yeah. learn anything today? <laughs> Did we learn anything? I just feel like, uh, yeah, you got to think about your, your what you want out of a relationship. Wait, remember, about. didn't Arthur's turn to Arnold's or Arnold's turn to Arthur's? And what was it first? It was a white guy and then he was Chinese. The place in Happy Days. Oh, yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was like, it was Pat Morita, right, that owned the place? I guess so. But who was first? Was the white guy first or was the Asian The Asian guy first? was first. He was first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'd be funny if, if yeah they the replaced Fonzie character they replaced Pat Morita with the like heavy set guy. Why so? What was Pat Morita doing? He blew up from maybe. Hmm. I was gonna say if it was if he became the Asian guy, then Fonzie's character moving forward was just like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Chinese guy? Is <laughs> I don't like going in there no more, Richie. I'm sorry. He hangs out. He hangs out front of. Or you get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that Chinese <sighs> guy will be hanging out at the new space of Caroline's Comedy Club that they're turning into a ping pong table. <laughs> I got to find out if that's true. That's like having a... F- Happy Days is like having a show about like 2003 now. Yeah. Because it was about the 50s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's something about like that 90s show and that 70s show. It's like it w- it's closer to the something than the duh. You know, they yeah. do things like that. Yeah. They show you the time is, you know, yeah. an illusion. All right, everybody. We took a week off and we're really paying for it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks for um, Paid forward. Thanks for listening. I think that episode was fine. And uh, you know the deal. Patreon.com slash out for smokes. I will be in Minneapolis this weekend at Sisyphus Brewing Company Friday and Saturday night. That's one of my favorite uh, comedy clubs. And then I will be in South Windsor, Connecticut on, J- on January 26th. Uh, you can get tickets on my Instagram bio. You guys want to plug anything? No. No, not really. All right. Or Patreon. Plug our Instagram. Go to the this Patreon. is a Patreon episode. This is it? a Patreon? No. 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 This is not a Patreon. We're doing two yeah, regular we're doing episodes a, We're doing tonight. a Wednesday and a Friday. Because we're making up. We don't up. have to. Hell yeah, we I do. I know, but it's we, can't for skip, the we can't skip two episodes in a row. We can. We can. No, it's 2023. It's the Jordan year. We got we to gotta act like Jordan. Yeah, okay? exactly. Let's let's tie our fucking basketball. But that's all right. Scott course. and I will make up. Well, Scott and I will do the Patreon. Yeah, on we'll Sunday. do the Patreon. We'll do. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you take the week off. All right. Um. All right. Thanks, everybody. Patreon.com. No to attend to in Thailand. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me see your tie plane. up some loose ends. Let me see your plane ticket. Some show. tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People tie up tight ends when Just they go like to tie nervi- I was nervously quiet when you guys were talking about how you're not attracted to teenagers. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, uh, don't don't check my flavor seats. All right, patreon.com slash Alfred Smokes. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>